When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com/people today. Podcast. Uh, season 13, episode 24. And this one will be the probably last episode of the year, unless we record one in between Christmas and the year, of course. Who knows? <laughs> Who knows with us? We're just crazy. Um, we, it, it just seems like seconds ago that we recorded a last podcast. It did. It just so time flies. With, like... with Nigel John and, of course, Mr. Rassy Budden. And he's joined us again um, after a, a long break um, of episode 23 uh welcome back russ Thanks. where are you what are you doing uh well i'm i'm, I'm back in my bud and bunker um recording a podcast with you sean yeah excellent do you know what we, we should have great you know none of this drinking or eating or coughing or mute buttons or you know mob dodgy mobile phones this should be this should be podcast gold russ it should be or but from a production perspective definitely yeah yeah, yeah, let's not get our hopes up too much. Yeah, anyway, yeah. what we said is we come back for question time. Now, I only put the question up about 20 minutes ago, and there's only about five <laughs> questions. So we, we might have to uh, uh, um, uh, elongate the answers and go off yeah. piste, as, as you know we do on this podcast. But I'm legally obliged to press this button. Yeah, it's a Facebook, Twitter, question time, if I get the words out. See, I can press buttons too, Russ. There we go, you see. What What do you think of my button pressing? It's, well, uh, you know, I've I've learned from the master, let's be honest. Yeah. I I, I used to be. I, I, don't I know. I told you. I used to be a, a DJ in the 80s. In fact, I was a pirate radio disc jockey uh, in, in the 80s. Until 1984, uh, they made pirate radio a criminal offence. Before that, it was a civil offence. And, and and in the mid-80s, early to mid-80s, I used to do pirate radio. And it, at worst, it was a civil offence. You know, they used to get fined. But then they made it a criminal offence. Yeah. I was 16 years old, and my dream was shattered um, of becoming a professional radio disc jockey when, when they made pirate radio a criminal offence. There you go. True story, bro. 
True yeah, story. Well, well, yeah, if you made it up, I'd be very, very surprised. Anyway, I feel that we've got to press this button again. Yeah, it's Facebook Twitter question time. Now, I'm I'm assuming you don't have the questions in front of you. You're going to have to put with me answering the questions, which is hilarious. And we've only got five. Uh, but right. um, let's let's see, let's see. We're going to start with Gary Amour. Oh, I hope it's like Gary Amour. Good evening, gents and Russ. I'm what? not a gent. Huh? You're Good a gent. gents and I'm, Russ. Well, yeah, I know. Okay. Um, what is your favourite chant from the fans, Russ? Do you ever? Well, are you ever? It says you ever, Russ. You ever, Russ? It was a bit of. Russ, are you ever, I'm going to put in a little word, are you ever going to bring back my Hammers 11 was one of the best things about lockdown. Have a great Crimbo, Brady at. I, I don't do that, but I, I'm just saying what the question okay. says. Um, sure. So f- your favourite chant from the fans, Russ? Um, <clears throat> favourite chant. As I said, as I said on the, on the, when, we, when we recorded the other podcast so long time ago, my... My favourite chant most recently was was the Freiburg guys singing "Last Christmas" to themselves um, with oh, no yeah. one else in the stadium. I thought that was absolutely balmy, yeah. But I loved it, and I and I love the European games. I love the European sides coming, and and I think it was Viborg or someone like that, and they were singing songs, and I couldn't understand the language, but I could understand the tune. Um, but no, I I mean I I love. I mean I remember going to. My favourite one ever was going to Liverpool away years and years and years ago. This was when Gavin Holligan should have scored to make it 3-2. Um, this was like years ago. And I was sat next to some guy and he was a bit drunk. And he, all he was doing was just shouting, you know, um, sign-on songs, that type of thing. And he just shouted, we've got Joey Cole, you're stuck on the dole. We've got Trevor Sinclair, you're on the welfare. We've got Frank Lampard, and he paused for about a minute, and then he went, and I've got a brand new BMW. Yeah. <laughs> and I thought, literally, you've got no idea what you're talking about, but fair play, yeah. mate. Yeah. But, yeah, I mean, the away fans are always the My best. My favourite, I mean, I, look, I, I'm a kid from the 80s, so I was a South Bank boy. Yeah. Loved a little bit of Knees Up Mother Brown. And when Knees Up Mother Brown was, you know, they used to get their knees up, and you'd get pushed towards those uprights. And you had, yeah. you learned the hard way not to be in front of an upright behind one or as you get squashed i mean how health and safety ever allowed that but my favorite from those days and to this day still sung ludup mcclosco yeah. it comes from near moscow is one of my favorite chants yeah. it it has seen the test of time i'll never get bored of it and no. great that we still sing his name don't sing the uh oh christian daily you're the love of my life oh christian daily i'd like you shag my wife. You don't often. hear that very often, but I do no. like that one too. Yeah. So, Russ, will you, are you ever going to bring back my Hammers Eleven? Yeah, well, you, we still do it on the West Ham Network, Gary. Obviously, you're not a subscriber. Oh, so in Gary fact, we, we've still doing one... them. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, we do. Yeah, we still do them. We oh, had, you appeared uh... on an early episode. I seem to you remember. Did. I think he's one a... of the first. Yeah. What, how many have you done now? I know you were we... trying to get to five hundred. Oh, did we you... did well over five hundred. Oh, did you? Yeah, well over. Um, and then yeah, so we had a. Uh, We've actually got um, one coming up this week. We've got Matty, who won the Great British Bake Off. He's Ooh. coming on 
because he's a hammer and he's coming on to yeah. do a live one. And how many week. are you up to? Come on, you must know how many. Honestly, I have no idea because it was on the old channel, and then obviously a lot of I think we, we've well over five hundred. I mean, we've, we've had over a hundred and something ex players on there, so yeah. it's got to be yeah, knocking yeah over five hundred. I'll, I'll figure it out one day. I'll have a look at the old on the old site, but and, we're still doing it, Gary. I'm, I'm going to ask you a question um, before we move on from Gary. Are you going to bring back in in Russ in Russ we crust in Russ we crust oh. <laughs> your lunchtime baking program? Yes, will you be yeah. in Russ we crust? Hilarious! I know, I know. God, I'm well, bored. Tell the listeners because they might not know what what is in Russ we crust. So, so everyone's you know during lockdown, everyone took up a skill, didn't they? Everyone yeah. got bored. And I started the obviously the, the YouTube stuff and. You know, I learned the ukulele and the piano, and then I started doing baking. And I thought, you know what? There must be loads of blokes who haven't got, you know, who could impress their missus, impress the one in the love of their life by, a, you know, making some scones or some pizzas. And so that's what I did. So I did like a little, and I thought in Rusty Crust, I thought it was quite a good, catchy title. And it was quite good fun. I quite enjoyed it. I did yeah. enjoy it. Good, good. Uh, he does say, have a great crimbo. And sorry, I should have said from the other two, and we should say it now in case we forget. Merry Christmas, Merry Christmas to our eight listeners. Well, seven because one seven. I'm here on today. Uh, but Merry Christmas. Have a great New Year. I'm sure Nigel and John would have said that if I'd have reminded them to. But <laughs> I'm saying it on their behalf. Uh, very professional. Anyway, we move on to the soul singing superstar, Michael oh. Junior. I have to say sorry to them because he asked me to help him get some tour for him and his family. Um, and you, do you know James the the guy from Delaware North. No, I don't. Who is a Spurs fan and runs the stadium. Was. <laughs> no, it, I don't. It, it, I do a few favours for him and he does a few favours for me, but he didn't answer me, so I wasn't able to sort out Michael Levy Jr.'s. Um, so I have apologised to him and said I failed you, but the Spurs fan really failed you. So, James, sort your life out. If, listen, read your bloody messages. I don't know where you are, but read your bloody messages. Right. It's just, anyway, Michael Levy Jr. says, evening all. Well, as we leave and head back to Tenerife after four fabulous shows up and down the country, two trips to Old My Cod, in brackets, Russ knows, and a week of good old West Ham results. Wishing you all a, more than just a podcast, a wonderful Christmas and happy new year. Brady out. You don't have to say Brady out, as I don't have to say Brady out, but um, <laughs> say it, by the way, I'm, I'm, you're not legally obliged to say it. Okay. Because the other <laughs> one here. Um, oh, my cod. What does that mean? Oh, my cod is the uh, is the local uh, kebab shop in Hornchurch, which oh, is it? I frequent um, on a Friday, so much so that I pick up the phone and I say, uh, can I put my order in? It's Russ. And they go, yep, no worries. And I don't have to repeat any of my order. Ah. It just, it, yes. Yeah, so, uh, yeah, and Michael, we, we've been, because he, he lives, used to live around here as well. So he, oh, he did keeps he? on taking pictures of, oh my God. And I keep, we missed each other by about 10 minutes last week. Ah. Um, pick up my order, him picking up his order. Have you really. heard him sing? I have. Oh, have you? Where was that? Was that in Tenerife or in here? It was on, actually on YouTube, really. He, he, okay. Did, yeah, so, um, but yeah, I couldn't get to, and also I used to live in Loughton, and a couple of his shows were in Loughton, but it was just... Ah. Uh, well, I, I'm Christmas going out period. to Tenerife in March, so I hope to go and see him there Ooh. with the family. So, see you soon, uh, Michael, and thank you. Thank you for listening uh, all year round. Uh, AI Sean, A-Up Gents, 
Brady out, Sullivan out, and have a happy Christmas to you all, he says. Uh, what is the best and worst related flags you've seen on the ground? And what is the most memorable Boxing Day match? For me, it goes back to 2000 and the 5-0 victory over Charlton. So let's start with the uh, <laughs> the best and the worst related What's the best flags. flag that you've, West Ham flag you've seen, Sean? Uh, I think it's more than just a podcast. That it's, it's strategically placed on the West Ham wall just by the corner flag that was picked up by Sky Spy, Spy, um, Sky Cameras uh, when Dawson did his throw-in. I don't know if you noticed that. Um, no, actually. So you know, not what you know, Russ. Very true. Um, a few other few other channels. I'm surprised you haven't contacted me. A few other channels, <laughs> YouTube channels, have said, uh, where'd you get the flag made? How can you put one up there? Can you help oh, me? I reckon one was Nick. No comment. No, yeah, it was. Uh, no, I'm gonna, few, I'm gonna get. Well, don't forget, I know. I sit next to the guys who do the digi boards. Yeah. So well, you know, why don't you have one? Why don't you I'm have? I'm just a... gonna get. I'm just gonna get some digi board signs why, made. Why up. don't you have some uh, West Ham network? Why don't you have a West Ham network one? We, we, who knows? We might have one. Ooh. Who knows? All right. Do you know? Do you know yeah. what? That flag only cost me forty-five quid. With a discount, they are quite reasonably priced. They, they are. And I'll tell you what, a lovely bit of artwork by Canning Town Len. What? Um, you know, and as long as you're not over the top with the advertising and put a URL at the bottom, you know, log in now, you know, click here. You know, <laughs> it's it's a bit, you know, subtle advertising. Um, so yeah. I don't see a problem with it, even though a few people gave us grief. Uh, and, and David Sullivan was not, or Karen Brady was not involved in the flag decision, by the way, <laughs> at all. Uh, so um, best flag, obviously, more than just a podcast. Worst flag... Um, I I I hate that there are some strange flags. <laughs> there are there are some like very Chief Village flags. and and you know West Ham and everything. But you know each their own. I you know I I love all the flags. And I, although I did you them. see the, the thing that really winds me up is the guys with the um the cardboards. You know, give us your shirt. Oh, there was thing. one in front of us. Did you there see? Was one, do you see the size give us, of it? I've come all the way. Seats. Yeah, yeah you saw the one I posted saying I. Yeah. It, it, I didn't know if it was a woman or a bloke, but it was a bloke. Uh, I've come all the way from Hong Kong, <laughs> uh, and I want you know to see Gerard Bowen. Yeah. And um, apparently they were singing "Shut Me Pull Up Your Ass." But it was huge. It was huge. You could see it. From and where apparently I he sat. was at the car park afterwards trying oh, to God. beg for a shirt. Uh, so go on, your thing, your though, best flag. I, it's unfair to say. I mean, I mean I, for me, it's the Iron Supporting Food Bank's flag. Oh, of course, good shout, for charity, good shout, go. charity. Done a lot. You do a lot of work for charity, don't you? We do. We like. Yeah, I mean, we a lot. Yeah, that's a, lot a of the really West good Ham, shout. Yeah, a lot of the West Ham's. You two good. Guys we do we stuff. love John, don't we? Yeah, we love John. He's 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 it's mental. He's you know what he does. Absolutely crazy. So he lives nowhere around him. him. Yeah, I bumped into him at the. Um, on Thursday at the Freiburg game. And who was there? Uh, but Nicky Hawkins. He was. And um, Nicky Hawkins was there on his birthday. Happy belated birthday, Nicky. Yeah. And Nicky said, oh, you know, like, like you've come on tonight. Um, you know, I'll come on your podcast. Uh, so he gave me his new number. And we're going to get Nicky Hawkins on as, as a guest presenter like you're on tonight uh, in the future. Because I've met Nicky quite a few times, you know, a long time ago. We used to have a sort of social media group 
uh, where the club used to invite us in and, and give us yeah. some, some access um, under Brady. And, you know, it was all right. You know, it, you had people like Graham Howlett from KMB. Yeah. You had uh, Ian Dow from West Ham Till I Die. You had myself at the moment, at that time, Clarence Hugh. You had Ryan Archer. You had Nicky Hawkins. You had X uh, yeah. from West Ham Way. Um, and, uh, yeah, you just had a... And some other ones, <laughs> some 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 very uh, you know fanzines and websites yeah. and administrators a group. It was really good, and you know uh, we, we get on. Believe it or not, a lot of us in social media get on better than people yeah. think. Right? We do. They think we're all competitors and we're trying yeah. to outdo each other, but actually we talk a lot out we off, do. off yeah, uh, we do. off air, don't we? We're not all enemies, are we? No, right. I mean we. It's like me, me and so me, Anton and Nick. We've got a hilarious group chat. On WhatsApp, you know, considering we both. Are you sure Nick hasn't stormed out of it? Because every no, WhatsApp group I've been on with Nick, he's stormed out of the group. He hasn't stormed out of our one just yet. No, oh, will you give it time to tell you. Yeah, well, we're even worse than other people towards him. So you know, but I think no, we uh, everyone get does get on this. Yeah, I think it's if 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 the side do well, if one, if, you know, everyone else, you know, all the channels do well when the side plays. You know, obviously since since winning the European Conference League. Every conference league, you know, every, every channel sort of seen an uplift and stuff like that because yeah. more it's people have to go round, isn't there? Totally, know? totally. I never mind. Look, I don't mind whether I get credited or not. You know, I get a lot of content, it gets regurgitated, and yep. people go, Oh, they mentioned this on there, or they mentioned you, and I go, Don't care. You know, as long as whether it's bad or good, you know, yeah. each person has an opinion. Um, and you know. I only repeat what I'm told. It's not my information. I don't own it. Um, so, you know, everything helps the, the world go around in the world exactly. of content. Anyway, get back to it. Most memorable Boxing Day match. Oh, that 5-0 was a good, was a good, great shout. I used to love, I used to love Boxing Day games up at Upton Park particularly. Obviously, we yeah. haven't, we haven't had as many at London Stadium, um, but uh, yeah, that five nil was a, was a great one. It always seems to be those Boxing Day games. Am I? I've got one in my my back of my mind, a Coventry City game. But I don't know whether that was in the. We've had oh, Nigel would have told me, but uh, no, I don't think it was. But yeah, that five nil was a great shout. Yeah, uh, yeah, that would do for me. I think. I'm trying to remember. Uh, didn't we beat? Um... Man United ones on Boxing Day. Can't remember. Oh. It was Coventry City one 0 Paul Kitson scored. Yeah, Just didn't um, I seem to remember Trevor Sinclair um, scoring? Quite possibly. It was always those games because you. you, you oh no! I tell you, what, it was. It wasn't Man United. <laughs> and I'm, I'm thinking of a completely different game. <laughs> Yeah, I'm. I'm thinking. I think it was Derby. Um, yeah, I've got. I've got a really bad memory, to be honest. I, I'm the worst person to ask um, <laughs> on Boxing Day games. Yeah, we did. Um, uh, we probably did. Yeah, it does sound familiar. Derby. Yeah. Well, anyway, uh, let's move on. Matthew Kemp says, "Evening, gents. Uh, Maxwell Cornet. What's the story? He can play three different positions." What has he done to annoy Moyes? If we sell him, six million is a snip. Brady out. Um, I mean, what I hear about Max A. Cornet is he's got a very rare um, calf issue that the specialists has only seen twice in 25 years. You know, 
he, and I'm going to be careful what I say because I want to be fair to him. He has a special training program, I'm told, and he's yeah. not truly recovered from it. And so I don't know how that affects his game time and how much game time he can play. All I do know is um, he was of interest to Everton. Everton, as is the norm, asked for his medical records up yeah. front, as they do. Yep. And after asking for his medical records, decided not to pursue him as a transfer option. Make of that what you will. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, I don't know this for a fact, but I believe there is some there's some issue with him hmm. uh, that we don't know about. And look, and I'm not saying that he can't play the game or be a professional because, you know, look at Carlton Cole. <laughs> look at... Um, uh, Look what's at Kurt Zuma, to be honest. Look at yeah, Kurt, Kurt Zuma. A lot of people manage long-term problems. Look at um, who was it? Uh, uh, Andy Carroll. Yes, <laughs> nursing a, an injury all that time before he had his operation. Rumor is he jumped into a, a swimming pool that was dry. Don't yeah. know if that's true or not. So it's just <laughs> alleged. Um, I'm not sure he's on the sewers now anyway. But anyway, that's we don't really know. But we no. believe he may not be fully recovered. Let's move yeah. on to Mark Bright. He says, good evening to you all. And he's hoping Rudolph has dodgy carrots and sprays them all over Brady's house. That's not really funny. Um, a quick observation of the last two games. I have seen Stiden and Moyes talking while the players walk up, uh, warm up. Sure. What can they be talking about? Because whatever Tim is saying is bloody well working. Brady out. Have a good, great Christmas. I, I, I do see this a lot that Lots of people want to give the credit to Stiden. Yeah, I, I didn't know that. I, I've not observed that. I don't know if you he have. does. But he does it every game, though. Does he? Yeah, he's usually there every game. Oh, he's he's down by the dugout. Is down he? by the dugout, usually oh. doing warm up. I remember him. It was a couple of weeks ago. I think it was the Arsenal game in the cup, um, and he was talking to Mbama for half an hour. You know, talking about, you know, you can see he gesticulated, he was moved, like talking, you know, having a conversation about, I don't know what we're talking about, but he does talk that he's there every, every sort of pre, you know, in the pre match talking. It's, it maybe Moyes is there, maybe someone else, maybe it's, you know, I've talks. got a picture of them. See if you can get a telephoto lens and get a picture of them. It's usually, it's usually I usually see the back of them, but oh. I will, yeah. Anyway, there you go. So, didn't know go. that. Yep. Uh, thanks uh, for that. And we will have a great Christmas. Yeah. Uh, look, looking at the state of me and Russ, we will always have a good we'll Christmas. We will always have a good Christmas. <laughs> Won't we, Russ? We will have a good we Christmas. Are, we are amply um, do you, proportioned. Do you cook? Oh, do you, yes. Do you cook at Christmas? Yeah, oh, yes. Good man. Good man. I, I have got... See, so so I'm... my In my family, they call me Chef Sean, right? Yeah. And I, I cook every night, actually. And I, I've too. cooked a, a lovely pasta bake tonight with Ooh. all um, chilies and onions and peppers and uh, and some chicken and some penne pasta and some uh, ginger and some chili and some capers and some spinach and some parsley. It was it was a it was a great uh, creation. Um, even though I say so myself. But okay. but but my my fiance is American. Um, yeah. m m my two stepchildren are carry American passports. Um, my kids are not with me this Christmas, so they are with me every other Christmas. Um, and so 
my partner, my fiance Shireen, is, is inviting around her American friend from New York called Melissa and her two kids who are both American passport holders are joining us. So there has to be a bit of an American theme to yeah. Christmas. So I will be doing a turkey cram. Nice. Um, got my turkey cram ready, but also a ham is ready. You have to do your roast potatoes in goose fat, right? Yep, definitely. Don't tell my vegetarian step daughter okay. and um and some mash because the americans like the mash you got to do they, they, they got you got to do some mash uh a little you got to do cornbread as a side bit right yeah and they have this sort of orange ambrosia salad have you heard about the ambrosia yeah salad? i've seen it yeah do I've an ambrosia salad um obviously pigs in blankets my signature dish for christmas is uh brussels sprouts steamed with pancetta and Stilton crumbled on them. Ooh, it's, nice. it's, it's my signature dish. Uh, also, family recipe handed down for a long time is our uh, chestnut uh, stuffing. Um, some chestnuts that have been uh, collected locally, roasted uh, with um, some sausage meat and special ingredient. I can't really uh, go into the recipe. Russ, I'm sure you understand. Yep. Um, green beans, very American. Um, some peas, some carrots, some Yorkshire puds. Um, what am I forgetting? I've said the ham, pigs in blankets, parsnips, parsnips. honey, parsnips. Got to put baby carrots with a little bit of uh, honey on them as well. A little yeah. little treat. Nice. Um, so that that that's I think that's the Christmas dinner. And then, of course, about 15 different puddings. <laughs> yes. You know, got, uh, you've got Peking Pie, American. You've got Christmas pudding. I'm the only one who, who has that. Yeah. We've got a chocolate cake. We've got a, a New York cheesecake. Um, and that's even before we get onto the cheese course, of oh, course. Of course. What, what, of course. Uh, we, we haven't talked about cheese for a while. No. And I know this wasn't a question that any of our artists, but but I feel two foodies. We got to talk about it. Uh, what cheese will you be uh, eating? Do you know this what? Christmas? When it comes to cheese, I'm so boring. I'm so oh, just, yeah, oh, I know. Russ. I'm, I'm, oh, I'm Russ. really, I'm really cheddar. I'm just literally the, the the most mature oh. cheddar you can get. Um, I'm, yeah, I, I'm not. A, I've never been sort of. My wife is proper into. Uh, you know, she she loves all different cheese, but me, me no, neither. She's got the cheese board already. For Christmas, um, but oh, me, really? no, not really. But You're uh, just a cheddar man, I'm just a cheddar man, just a cheddar man. Um, but no, you will, uh, we'll, we'll be, uh, we'll be, I think we, we're three meeting it this year, so we'll have uh, turkey, um, rib of beef, and a bit of gammon as well. All right, okay, we're going, yeah, because it's we had, we had one a bit the other day, but we've just what, bought what is your signature dish? Do you cook for, yeah, for the family I'm, I'm, I'm yeah, my family would starve. Um, so, so what know, is, my, it? is it? Is it, where's, where's the turkey from? Um, well, the turkeys the turk is it's from Marks and Spencer's. It's not. It's not a farm. We got. We got a farm on the other. Well, year. do you know what? I tell you what. Every year, right? I, I, I shop in Waitrose, etc. Do you know where my turkey crowns from? Every year, where? where? Lidl. There you go. I, Lidl, I love a bit of Lidl. Lidl do a really good turkey crown. They've never let it. me down. You know. They love Lidl. Yeah, yeah. You get they a lot of good quality. Yeah, Lidl. You do. It's really good. I, I get all my stuff. You know, any more in my baking stuff, get it all from Lidl. It's all very good, very reasonably priced as well. Yeah. Uh, there is a great program, by the way. If you're into cheese, and I know a lot of our listeners are, there's a great program on cheese on Netflix at the moment. And, and I'm trying to remember what it's called. It's called The Story of Cheese or something. 
It must have taken them years to come up with that title. Yeah, it's a sto- I'm pretty sure it's the story of cheese. It is fascinating how they make it curly. You've got to get in. I mean, you've got to have your mouldy cheeses. If if um, I'm disappointed in you, Russ, a little bit that you're I'm a sorry. cheddar man. I, I, I know. I'm just. I, it is. I've just never never worn. Is there anything else on the Christmas? Please tell me you like sprouts. Oh yeah, I'll have yeah, I'll have my sprouts. And your parsnips. Uh, yeah, I'm not. I always find sweet, pa- sweet. I find, I find sweet. parsnips a bit disappointing because I think I'm going to eat a carrot, eat a potato, and it turns okay. to be a parsnip. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we'll have we'll have the, all the all the various. Will you uh, cook your roast potatoes in goose? Milk? Yes. Yes. Always. Always. And I've just got myself today. Uh, Mrs. Budden has treated me early to a. Well, it's called a Megazone um, air fryer. So I've just, done a, just did a roast chicken today Ooh. in it, and it was bloody nice. good. Nice. Megazone. There you go. Anyway, it's it's anyway. not a food podcast, as they say. Um, I, I I forget where we get up to. Um, let's um, oh let's go to Top Fan. Uh, he was there on uh, both games. Richard Dodds, Dodds-y, oh, I love Richard. Dodds-y. Uh He says, "I'm not going to do his accent because I won't do it proper." Um, <laughs> unless you could do it. <laughs> Uh, what is Russ's favourite moment from Upton Park and from London Stadium, both in his job and outside his job? Brady, out, out, out. Uh, Merry Christmas to you all and the seven listeners. Oh, good old Dodsey. Favourite moment from Upton Park and London Stadium, both in his job and outside Jesus, his job. That's a outside. difficult question, isn't it? Yeah, but I, I think it's sorry, my, it's, that sort of encompass both my job in, you know, because what we do, because I'm there so bloody early. Um, favourite moment has to be uh, the last, last Upton Park, last game of the season. Um, I was, last game at the bowling, I was there, um, silly o'clock, about eight o'clock in the morning of the yeah. night of the day, um, because... I was actually on jury service that afternoon. Oh, really? So I parked the car at the stadium and I thought, fuck it, I'm going to walk around because um, there was no one there. Um, so you could just, I mean, you could just walk into Upton Park sometimes. Um, but I just spent an hour walking around, sitting where I used to sit with my granddad um, and yeah, sat in the changing rooms, had a wee in the changing rooms, that type of thing, you know, just saying goodbye because I knew when I came back it was going to be rammed full of people. Um yeah. So that was pretty special. Uh, London Stadium. Um, I mean, that that Sevilla game will always stick in my mind, um, and hopefully we'll have another one coming up in March here. You yeah. know, because yeah. you know there's, there's, there's something special. About I'll tell that. you a secret. Well, it's not much of a secret because I've published the video. I played Bubbles at Upton Park before it was knocked down. There you go. So uh, your old friend and fellow DJ Leon Hyde. Yep. Still had a pass. And after the last game, the week after, he blanked me in with his pass, pass security. They were doing charity games at the time. Um, and uh, uh, what's his name? Brayford, the, the ex-West Ham footballer. Brayley. Brayley. Bertie yeah. Brayley. Bertie. Was yeah. arranging. Bertie, that's it. Bertie Brayley was arranging. Um, and we had, um, we're up in the DJ booth. And, um, you know, the old one by the sign. Yep. And um, so I got to play Bubbles uh, when people came out to, on the pitch and <laughs> left again. And, and I videoed that. And so that was that was my great moment. But we walked around the whole... I mean, it, the, the place was empty and about to be knocked down. And I, I ransacked because it was, you know, it was all going. So yep. I got the, um, the controller for the scoreboard, 
which I gave away on Ham's chat actually yeah. as a prize for uh, Isla Caton. Yeah, and 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 that if you remember, I think you were involved in that as well. Yeah, yeah. I got um, the logbook from the DJ booth of all the technical issues for stadium lights and sound system. And God, that went on for a long time. That logbook. Yeah, well, I gave that to Nigel. That's in his collection now. I had the script from the farewell to the bowling yeah. with all and that was from the DJ's booth. I gave that to uh, Nigel as well, as did the original Bubble CD. That was in the DJ booth. I gave that Steve, to Nigel. Yeah. I gave him a black bag of stuff. There from the boardroom, I got various tea, coffee. I got a sign on the toilet. I was I ripped off a picture of wallpaper outside the boardroom that, that had funny. Bobby Moore on it. So literally, I ransacked the place. Yeah. the bulldozers were coming in the next week. Yes, exactly. So, and, exactly. And the auction already gone on. So I just ransacked anything. That was yeah. not locked down. I put in this black bag. I was gutted. I didn't do. And, I didn't do that myself. And, and it stayed me. there in in the bottom of my wardrobe for uh, a few years. And and I took video of all this. And I am public. I will have to publish these videos because I went in all places. You know, up in the gantry and yeah. you know, I, I just went everywhere and filmed it as a, a little memento. And I will have to publish these. But Dude. but I went to. I promised Nigel that I'll give him. For his collection, and I went to his uh, daughter's wedding. Actually, uh, myself and John went to his daughter's wedding. <laughs> and his wife was there, Sam, and um, and I I gave him over this black bag <laughs> full of stuff. I mean, it was brimming, and the look his wife gave me oh, was. God. More for the shed. Fucking hell. Why really, are you just... giving him such more <laughs> shit for his shed? Oh, but God. Some of it is really collective. I mean, it would only mean something to. Yeah, it only to him. Yeah. Um, yeah, that scoreboard yeah, was a nightmare. I remember that. I mean, the scoreboard controller. Didn't and finish the, on 45 minutes. I've got pass. I've got um, jackets, um, high vis yeah. jackets, same with Stam. I've got press passes. I've got the lot. Brilliant. And it's all in Nigel's. Uh, I've just had a, re- you know, when you sort of have like a, you sort of, you, you, you sort of go back and you sort of, your mind drifts back. Yeah. I, and I, I talk about a, a outside of West Ham. Yeah. Um, my, one of my favourite memories was, um, was singing karaoke yeah. at a West Ham Christmas party in the old Bobby Moore. Um, they had that sort of big, big sort of um, function room, didn't they? In the yeah. Bobby Moore stand. Singing carry, I think it was Delilah with Jan Luca Nani and Scott Duxbury. Oh, it's just pipped, popped in my head, and I forgot because he because Jan Luca Nani was sweating profusely. Um, and I remember that just, just, just for some reason, just talking about Upton Park, it just dropped back into my mind. Yeah, so funny. In the market for investment worthy bags, watches, and fine jewelry, Rebag is the answer. Rebag is a luxury resale platform where each piece is carefully inspected by experts to ensure quality and authenticity. Use Rebag to buy and sell finds from the world's top brands, including Louis Vuitton, Chanel, and Cartier. Head to Rebag.com to get 5% off your first purchase with code REBAGNEW. Shop today at Rebag.com. That's R-E-B-A-G.com. And use promo code REBAGNEW for 5% off your first purchase. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. 
Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Well, I'll tell you what, Upton Park, just before they closed, myself and John wanted to treat our wives. <laughs> so we took them to, <laughs> to, to a night in the hotel. To a night in the hotel, right? And... Um, and the night we were playing, there was a boxing match downstairs. Yeah. Literally downstairs was a boxing match with loads of people. So it was really noisy. The rooms were only 60. But you look over the pitch. I don't yeah. know if you ever stayed in it. Yeah. Weird. And we went down to reception, the normal reception. And I said, uh, where can we eat locally? He went, I wouldn't eat around here, mate. <laughs> I wouldn't walk around here at night. You know, you have to get an Uber or a cab. And uh, we did. And uh, we got weird, back. We it? got back at like midnight, and the boxing was still going on, so you couldn't get much sleep. And uh, the next morning, there was a church underneath us. They they hired the room out for church, and there was this evangelical singing and praising the Lord and everything. So we went and complained. The manager said, "Look, no, it's great waking up and looking out of." Uh, you know, the, 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 your window and looking at the pitch and some great memories. But we can get a wink of sleep. And we made a complaint to the hotel manager who gave us um, compensation was a three-night stay <laughs> at the hotel. And we only had about three months before it was knocked down. Uh, oh, hence to say we still weird. have that that's, credit that's... voucher, which was never used. Oh, but it was that's... an experience. It was strange because you had the, the lights on the pitch to sort of like... Oh, yeah, keep... the sort of grow lights. And it was like a little sort of like like an alien invasion on the pitch from under the... Uh, Which still is. I don't, I'm sure you've been there at night after, you know, I've, I've been there late on a non-match day and those grow lights are on. A lot of the yeah, time, but when you're it? asleep and you wake up and you've got the you've got these flimsy curtains, yeah. And, and my mate used to do the TVs around the screen around the stadium. Um, I got him a job um, for the company, and because on the hotel or close circuit TV, you could order a bit of blue. Someone had ordered a bit of blue during during uh, on the Saturday during the game, and it came on all the TVs. Oh bit, no! Bit of blue, bit of blue, and my mate Tom's his face just dropped. He's like, and then Ron, one of the one of the stadium manager at the time, was like, "What the fuck is going on?" Oh, Ron, yeah. Do you oh, know Geordie Ben? I assume you know Geordie. Yeah, ben. I know Geordie Ben. Yeah. Well, Geordie Ben, I'm sure you know this. Used to live in the hotel. Yeah. <laughs> did you know that? When he, when he first started, he did, didn't he? Well, he lived there for a long time. He moved his family to um, Florida. He, I remember him telling me, and his family were in Florida. He used to live at the, the um, stadium at the hotel. He used to fly back uh, every few wow. months to see them. Wow, that would be great. Yeah, I mean, Jordy yeah, yeah. Ben. I mean, he's still he's a CAO now. He's still there, and I Lovely. still say hello when I see him. But um, I haven't seen him very much lately. I hope he's, he's, still, he's still around. Yeah, he's still there. He's still there. Um, yeah, he's still there. And yeah. um, 
obviously a big Newcastle fan, being Geordie Ben, Ben Innsworth. Uh, but you, I don't know if you know the story of where where he started. No, he was going back to um, Terry Brown. Uh, he was a security guard at the holiday camp that Terry Brown owned, and Terry Brown <laughs> brought him in to run security at West Ham. True yeah, story. Because, true yeah, story. Because by them, because before then you had John Ball, um, yeah. and then you had Ron, who was his son, brother-in-law, and then John retired, and then. And then Ron took over, and then Ron left, yeah. and then Ben took over. Yeah, yeah. How about uh, Dougie? Dougie Robinson? Is he is he still around? I think I don't. I haven't seen him for a while. I think he was. I, th- I knew he was doing stuff at the training ground, wasn't he? Yeah, he was. Yeah, because obviously when we moved to the stadium. Anyway, we digress, don't we? we? Digress. This, this is what what happens. So let's move over to uh, Adam Leatherbarrow. Oh, Adam. Uh, all right, lads. Hope all is well, and you're all looking forward to Christmas. So, Russ. DJ Russie B. Budden. What's it like having the best view in the house? All the best. P.S. Sean, what is, he says, what is Kieran Maguire coming back on? I think you mean when, when? is Kieran Maguire coming back on? Well, I'll tell you what, I'll answer that first, Adam. Uh, we called into my senior source. We've made a loss. The figures are coming out in December. So once the figures come out, I'm sure I'll have Kieran Maguire back on in January. Uh, to talk us through the figures. So I'm, I'm sure it'd be our guest soon. So what's it like having the best view in the house? Or is it the best view in the house? Uh, it's quite a good view. It's quite a good view. It is a lot of stairs. You get to talk to Will Steele, yeah? You get to talk to Will Steele. You do indeed. Um, and you do talk to him. Um, and yeah, and he still I mean, tells it's... you nothing. Yeah, no, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, he... It's a good view. There's a lot of stairs, I'll be honest. There's a lot of stairs because um, you're right at the top. Anyone who obviously is in that top, that third bit, is a lot of stairs. But no, it's a good view. It's, it is a good view. And, you know, it's, you know, you get, I, get to, I get to watch the game every every home game. So, yeah, you know, it's, yeah, for a West Ham fan, it's, it's a great, it's a great thing yeah. to do. Cheers, Adam. Uh, Anthony Collins. Finally got around to watch everybody's second team. And it's well worth the watch. Very good film. Enjoyed seeing the legend. That is the East End poet throughout as well. That's, uh, for those who don't know, that's Canning Town Lynn's film on Prime, everybody's second film, which is about West Ham and obviously got people like uh, Alvin Martin in it uh, and David Cross and, and other people. If you were a player, which song would you have on the dressing room pre-game? Also, the NFL has a programme called Hard Knocks where they film a team's pre-season, a different team each year as a documentary. Do you think that would work in the Prem? And if so, which team, apart from West Ham, would you most like to see Brady out? So let's start with what, if you were a player, (laughs) I can see you or me as a player, Russ. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, um, two centre backs wouldn't get past us, would no, they? Exactly. Um, what song would you have in the dressing room? Oh, I don't know. I, I, it'd have to be something to get you going, get you going. So it'd be, um, oh, uh, oh, I'm gonna go really, really cheesy and just say like Rocky theme tune or something like that, Ooh. just to get yourselves up for the up for it. You know, we we did this stuff the other day. Tony did um players songs you know, to pick some songs and he yeah. played them and they're all bloody awful they, they, you know nothing was like I'm, inspirational i would go for i'm, I'm a bit uh, 80s dance either the rude sandstorm or oh, nice or insomnia 
Oh yeah, yeah, love a little bit. Yeah, you know that it builds up. I like the that's build a good, up. You know, that's a good wee song that is because it's about eight minutes long. Um, I, the, the the full song. So it's a good I, song I, talking to DJ. I don't know if you know. But I came out of retirement two I weeks heard. ago. Yeah, I uh, I DJed my my Christmas party, my work Christmas party. It's the first time in a long, long time I DJed. And do you know what? Um, you know, I've kept the set up and I keep it in the loft. And I, I do very rare gigs, but I loved it. I've, I've got real retro. I've got fuzz lights. I've got the old, none of this LED shit. I've got yeah. good old-fashioned traffic lights. Uh, I had a smoke machine. Uh, and I was I was just loving it. I miss my DJ days. So I'm sure every year now at Christmas, I'm, I'm going to come out and do a gig. In fact, yeah. I've been asked to do another gig on, on New Year's Eve for the family, actually. So oh. I, since I've got the disco gear, it hasn't gone back in the loft. I might do one. Anyway, go go Love back. Um, uh, which song? You, you've been able to answer that. Uh, Hard Knocks, NFL. What documentary, if, if apart from West Ham, what? Who would you like most like to see? Um, who would be the interest? I mean, I've seen the one with Pep. I mean, yeah, in, in some ways, this is all really, you know, I've seen the one with, I like jo- Jose Mourinho. Um, that was good. Newcastle one was okay. Yeah. I mean, they've um, done it, I think. You know, I I don't know if Anthony's a, a, a US person, but we, we sort of do this already in the Prem, and it's... Um, it's pretty boring, I think. I find it, I, I love those shows. It's, it's about the character of the, you. You have to be a personality. I yeah. would really. I, I must admit. I know he said apart from it. I want to see David Moyes. Yeah. I want to see David talk. Moyes in the dressing room. I want to see David Moyes yeah. on the training ground, and I want to see this imaginary everyone. You know, there's there's war in the dressing room, as some of the anti news yeah. people would let us believe. I don't believe it. I think they're yeah. all together, and it's really nice. I think they're most. I think I've seen, I think there's a group. I think they're probably the most together they have been. Yeah, I think. So that's I think, what when, I, I think when Declan left, left, I think he he brought them all back together by leaving. Yeah. Um, now I I think Everton because obviously everything they're going through, all the money troubles and being sold to the Americans, and I think Sean Dyche is quite a funny character yeah. as well. I think that'd be quite a good one. Um, yeah. I think yeah, I'd love West Ham. I, I remember years and years and years ago there was talk of I mean, BBC doing something. No, I think we've been approached a few times. But yeah, because Jack um, did something for the ladies, didn't he? Well, do you know what? I saw Jack on the DLR yesterday. <laughs> Jack did do. Jack was on the DLR on my DLR train up Pudding Mill Lane. Yeah. Uh, so there you go. He was moving the general public. He, he got. I was right behind him. He got off the DLR. He had a suit carrier. You know, he's very well dressed with suit trousers yeah. and shoes. And he walked down Pudding Mill Lane, got off, went through the security on Bridge 4 like everyone else, uh, carried on and, and went in the corporate entrance. And I thought, yeah. good on you, right? Not what everyone, you, you know, you, not everyone comes in a chauffeur-driven <laughs> Rolls Royce. Uh, uh, yeah, that was uh, probably an hour and a half before before kickoff. Uh, play. Yeah, fair play, Jack. Um, if it was you, Jack, it looked like him anyway. It was spitting image of him. Um, so where were we? We were down numbers. Yeah. Down numbers. Uh, is fatigue really the Premier League's fault for not scheduling the season for a 13-man squad? After winning the signed Paqueta a Pakatar shirt at the start of the year in the club competition, has Sean had it insured after his free assist yesterday? Free Nigel Khan. I, I didn't win 
uh, a Pakatar shirt. So that is is Dan numbers. That is an absolute lie. Uh, I'm I've not even been lucky in the ballot this year because I'm an interdenny. Um, so no, I don't have a Pakatar shirt. I don't know why. Uh, Nigel does not need to be freed. Uh, he came out of his uh, um, self-imposed. Uh, sabbatical and he was yeah. on the podcast on episode 22 which you can still hear Life um he would be with us now with question time one it will be three hours longer but two he's eating his beef steak uh eater steak or whatever beef eater beef eater that's one thank you for getting the words out no problem uh right next question uh balloon dawson uh did Emperor King Jong, senior source, cancelled question time last week <laughs> to manage the fallout from the following game. Uh, this stallionist control of the podcast is an insult to West Ham democracy. When will the Shed Man pack him working away in the land of Dodsey? Is he working the door of Dodsey's favourite entertainment parlour? Legacy fans out, Dolly Bird's in. Uh, look, whatever your real name is, Ballon is not it. Um, we had things on. We were tired. We were ill, and we were pissed off with a five <laughs> So, excuse us for not. We do this for free, right? Don't believe that we, we make a lot of money out of this podcast. We do this because we enjoy doing it. And after a five-nil drubbing, when people had colds and everything, and they have lives and parties to go to, sometimes we don't feel like question it's time, true, right? Though. Yeah, you're right. It's true. It's, it's like you know, you know obviously the, the YouTube stuff. It's like if you, you know, if you know, I, I said I have. We have probably quite a positive outlook on things, and you know, you get you get dug out if you've got a positive outlook, and same as you get dug out if you've got a negative outlook as well. So it is tough when 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 you lose, you know, and it's same as every fan. Yeah, so I can totally get that, mate. So I think we've only got a few comments left. Uh, Steve Lines, top fan. It says here, um, evening, gents. Hope you are well. Strange season we're having, but I'll keep taking these wins. No football-related question, uh, but what's in your Christmas dinner? Well, done we've it. answered that we've already. Preempted it. Sorry, Steve. Preempted it. Uh, have a fantastic Christmas, and as always, thanks for the fantastic effort you boys put in over the year. Thank you very much, Steve, and I'm, I'm glad I answered it, even though uh, I was it wasn't a question answered. I, I sort of knew it was coming. Preempted. Preempted. Uh, Mick Clifford says, "Russ, aka the Button Monkey." I, I'm the one who gave you that moniker, oh, wasn't I? I'm sorry, Russ. It's I didn't right. mean it. Right. Everyone, everyone needs a nickname, yeah. don't they? Yeah, they say, the ones I've got ain't exactly, stooge. Yeah. No, I didn't pick that one, did I? I'll take Butter Monkey. Yeah. yeah. Um, have a great Christmas, all of you. Uh, great autumn and half the year. The striker question. Do you think we're just getting a loan deal as opposed to signing a big striker? Or will Moist stick with what has been working for us for the last couple of weeks? Sean, any updates on the Mavama contract or is he definitely off? Russ, what's the worst balls up you ever make making <laughs> on, the buck, on the old cockpit of buttons? Brady out. And thanks for Gavin's email. Nods head in approval. Uh, we'll talk about that. So Mick Clifford, if you don't know, is the guy who collects shirts oh, he's brilliant. and um, and wrote a book, uh, probably did. still available on Amazon if you want to buy it. And, and in, in the, the club, club shop. shop. Yeah. Well, do you know what? I'll tell you a little story here. Went in the club shop on Thursday and on Sunday to try and buy a Christmas jumper oh. for my last day. They're yes. not doing Christmas jumpers in the shop. You've got to order them online. You've got, you, but 
but you've got so I, I had the same thing on Thursday. I went to get one because Mrs. Budden said, "Look, I haven't got you a Christmas jumper yet. The only place they've got is at the club shop." So I turned up. They didn't have any Christmas jumpers out. They said we haven't got any. Yeah. She then phones up the club shop, but it's apparently there's a different shop in the club shop, which is the online shop, and they sent literally sent the jumper to no. Romford. They sent the jumper to Romford for my wife to pick up on the no. weekend. And I no. said, "I've got my one." Yeah. Yeah, well, I, I, mine's coming tomorrow. Uh, sorry, Wednesday. I'm wearing it to my Christmas sort of secret Santa on uh, Friday for my last day of work. And then I'm wearing it on Saturday to... Um, I hope you'll be wearing yours on Saturday. Of course. Too. Of course, I have to, yeah. yeah. Well, let's see if we match. It's it's oh. the latest one, right? Yeah, well, How embarrassing uh, will that be? But what is it, though? Well, is, it the one with, on. if I'm, is it the one with the ball balls or is it the one without... There's, there's oh, two, it's not ball balls. Got... Now, here, here's a big question, right? Yeah. <laughs> this is what the listeners really want to know. Yeah. What size is yours? Uh, it's a 3XL. Oh, I've only gone 2XL. Oh, you see, you, you dropped. You <laughs> I've, dropped. Got way, I've got a way to catch up. I've got yeah. 1X. Keep going, Sean. I'm, I'm, I used to be XL. Now I'm 2XL. There yeah. you go. I, I aspire to be a 3XL. <laughs> Maybe next year. Um, so... First, the f- striker question. Do you think we get a loan deal uh, as opposed... To, do you know what? I think loans uh, are less likely to happen. I, Moyes doesn't like them, so I don't yeah. see him getting a long striker. And and he has said, as we said on, on episode 22, he doesn't think he needs a striker. So I think you, you got it on the now. I think he's stick with what he's got because it's hard to get a striker. So let's not just try and fill a position. Um, let's keep what we've got. Um, he asked any Dalits and Obama contract. Look, I don't know if he's definitely off. My senior source says they are going to try and do everything. The, the, the agent's being a dick. There's, I'm not going to sugarcoat it. The agent's being a yeah. dick. He's been there since he's eight. They think it's all about the money. Look, I know a footballer's life and um, career is short, but I hope a deal can be done. The club hope a deal can be done. The manager hopes a deal can be done. Yeah. And the secret source, the senior source, hopes the deal can be done. So, Russ, now it's over to you. <laughs> what is the worst balls up you remember making on on There's... on your button? Well, desk? I, as I as I said, you got you got to be careful what you what you do sometimes. Um, I did because if we lose a game, I do tend to play generic rock and don't think about it. And we lost. I remember Upton Park losing to Man City and put on Oasis without realizing. And was lambasted for that. Um, but I remember once, not even thinking about it, and we'd lost the game and I'd put on Paul Weller, changing man, and someone, it wasn't Moose, but it was someone like that, went, or even the DJ thinks it's time to change the man in the dugout. And I was like, what? I just, you know, you've got to be so careful. But that's probably my biggest balls up was playing Oasis when Man City won. That's not too bad. It's quite bad. But yeah, you got to be, yeah, you got to be a bit careful. Yeah. I, I when I was doing Pirate Radio Disc Jockey, I, I, I did that live on air. You know, I missed perhaps the button and, and dead air. That there's nothing worse than dead air. Dead air when, is a when, crime. When you're doing radio, right? Dead air. You press the wrong button and there's that dead air and you think, Oh and it seems like an eternity. Oh yeah. Did you ever do uh, radio? Bit of I used to do it, I used to do it you anything? used to do it at uni. Oh did you? Yeah, I used yeah. to do it at uni. Um but no, sometimes, you know, we've had you know, we've had times where, you know, the, like, I don't know, the computer, it was Upton Park particularly because everything was falling apart, where I remember Jeremy leaning over to, to take his phone charger out of out of the plug socket and 
somehow managed to short everything in the control room and just walked off and didn't realise. And yeah. there was another time where the computer was all smoking and stuff. But yeah, that was uh, not really that much of a balls up. But uh, yeah. yeah, always used to fall apart that place. Cool. Bless it. And Mick, Mick at the end said some thanks for Sean for Gavin's email. So you must know Gavin Stanley. Yeah. So I've known Gavin for years. I mean, back since 2010. And look, everybody knows who knows him. He's a massive gooner, right? He's a massive Arsenal fan. And he, he has been since day one. Uh, and if you follow him on uh, Instagram, you know, he wears his Arsenal shirt all the time. But, you know, he used to be head of ticketing. He's now head of, of retail. He's a really nice guy. Yeah. And um, Mick approached me and said, look, my publisher says, can you try and get my book in the shop? I know it's a long shop, but... And I said, well, have a word. Email Gavin. Here's his email address. Tell him... Uh, you're a friend of mine, and, and and I said to email him, and and Gavin came through and and stuck, stuck um, you know the book is being stocked yeah. at the shop and it's in the um, Christmas catalogue. Yeah, yeah, well done. You know, not everybody. I, there's there's sometimes this thing that everybody needs to be a West Ham fan to work at West Ham, but it doesn't work like that. And you you'll know few. this for us. Yeah. Most of the people who work out do not support West Ham. You know, yeah. I'm not going to name them all, but there are a number of Spurs fans, right? Yep. There are a number of Orient fans. There are a number of Arsenal fans. Well, we talked about Geordie Ben, a Newcastle <laughs> fan. But the one thing they have in common, um, and I'm sure you agree with this, is there's a part of them that sort of ends up, they spend so much time at West Ham, a part of them sort yeah. of becomes attached to West Ham. And Definitely. even Geordie Ben says to me, you know, it, it pays my mortgage at the end of the day, Sean. So I care just as much about yeah. West Ham as I do about Newcastle. Totally. totally. And I'm, I'm sure it's the same with Gavin. He spent so long at West Ham. He can't not be, he can't be detached from us winning and, and everything else. Totally. And I think, you know, we obviously there is always a, there is a, a nucleus of a lot of the older play, older people who work there, like, um, you know, in terms of like the mascots and the security, yeah. some of the old security guards, obviously West. Oh, Nikki Key. Fans. I mean, look, Nikki Key doesn't. She won't mind me saying this. The, the ticketing director is a massive uh, Aston Villa fan. She's yeah. a season ticket holder, and she was head of ticketing at uh, Aston Villa. And she's a massive. She's a Brummy. Um, so you know, she's a massive Villa fan. So there's there's nothing wrong with it at all. There's nothing. But there's there, there's still, as you said, you know, Martin, myself, Chris. You know, obviously, we're all big West Ham fans, and so you yeah. know, we. There's still people there who, who fight the fight, so to speak. Dan Francis as well. Don't always get on with Dan, but he, he's a big West Ham fan yep. as well. Yeah. Definitely. Uh, most of the other media are not. <laughs> I'm not no, going like, to call them guys out like, who, guys who, who supporters. But... A lot of the guys who came over from the from, from the Upton Park, like Gary, on the who does the um, who does the mascots, massive West Ham fan, and yeah. as I said, the old security guards at the tunnel, uh, the Brothers Grimm. Um, yeah. you know, it's great. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, uh, anywho, uh, let's move on to Jason Backhouse. Evening, gents. Two great games. Had some Germans sitting in front of us for the Freiburg game. We were two up, and they turned around and said, why is the stadium so quiet? You're two nil up. I told them it's nothing new. It's normally like that. <laughs> anyway, anywho, on to the Wolves game. In the first half, I thought we were outstanding. Fast-paced quick passing, and a couple of fantastic goals from Kudus. However, I thought the second half was a different matter. Wolves came back into us, and for me, it could have turned out very differently if their goal had been allowed. 
They were in ascendancy and the crowd was getting frustrated. Overall, a superb couple of games. A long, a long may Moyes get the reins of our midfield. On to my question. With Christmas just round the corner, and what is the tackiest piece of West Ham merchandise you've ever been given? Have a great Christmas, gents. Keep up the good work. And just for Len, who's not here, Brady out. Well, we are not Brady out. Just to be clear, myself and Russ are not Brady out, so we will not be repeating that. This is not a Brady <laughs> out podcast. If anything, it's an appreciation. Do you like... You You must have met Karen a few times. I've always, I've always had... A, I've, every time I've interacted with her, she's always been very nice to me. Yeah, me too. Me that's, too. That's, I, I yeah, get that's, that's the same as, I, same as David, same as, same as obviously Mr. Late Mr. Gold. Yeah. Yeah, you know, the boy, the Sullivans as well. I, I yeah. did, me and John... And um, and David Junior, we did a seventeen mile walk last, oh, yeah, was it last year. Yeah, of course you did. Yeah, and fair play, he was on his phone all the and time. He's still on a free XL. If you'd done that again, you you might have been down to oh, a two. If XL. I did the full marathon, I could have got down to two. But yeah, yeah. So uh, your it's question, um, which I think piece. is the last question, yeah, uh, is um, tackiest piece of merchandise. Tackiest piece of merchandise. <laughs> It's not one I've been given, but it's one I've had commissioned. It's, it still counts. So this time last year, actually, I think it was literally this this day last year. Myself, my my daughter, my wife flew out to Disney. We spent Christmas over in Disney and New Year, and I got um, someone to make a pair of West Ham Mickey ears for me. Oh. <laughs> Because so because you know I always always represent home or away you know always represent and so I got someone on Etsy and bless her she must have been an old dear because like the the actual badge wasn't quite on the it was on the wonk a little bit and the crossed hammers but it was still fun and and actually funny enough I was walking through wearing them walking through um, our complex in Disney and this bloke was playing table tennis and he stopped and he just turned and went Russ. It's Russ, and he was a he was a subscriber to the West Ham Network. He oh, went, excellent! He went, you've made my holiday, and I went, Hang on, this is you're in Disney. It's Christmas, and some three XL bloke with crap Mickey Mouse ears. Um, but anyway, it was it was lovely. So yeah, so that that was my worst one, <laughs> but I'd actually got it made. I once got given some. Uh... West Ham bubble bath. Do you remember Matey? Do you remember Matey? Yes. It was, it, was, it was like a bottle like that in West Ham and also a West Ham rubber duck. Also, I was once given, although I must admit, I used to collect them, a West Ham gnome. Once. Yes. Well, yeah, a few of them. Yeah, have you? Yeah. We you still got a few them? Of them. Uh, no, because they, they all, because when we have, you know, we had housework done or gardening work, you know, done, it was all, they ended up breaking. They'd break so yeah. quickly. Yeah. There's lots. There's so much tech now. I love when I, when I recently went in the club shop. They still sell West Ham season ticket holders. They've been trying to sell yeah. for ten years. And you're I thinking, did buy. Well, you don't give them. Well, you do for certain people, but you don't give them out anymore. No, I did buy. I did buy the West Ham onesie. Yes, on because I couldn't buy the Christmas jumper, and I bought my bought my dog a West Ham jumper, but it was far too big, and so I took it back, and I was like, "What shall I get?" Didn't know what to get. Didn't need a shirt, so I did actually purchase a West Ham one, which is very comfortable, actually. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah. Well, there you go. It, quite quite short for us today. Only thirteen questions, which this is quite nice because because it's quite late. Russ, I want to ask you a question because some of go the listeners it. won't have heard. How did you? 
get into a gig of um oh you've just sent me the picture of the west ham ears i love that i'm going to put that on the facebook group uh, they do look crap by the way they are crap <laughs> yeah that, that's a definite winner um how did you get into being the chief button monkey the chief button monkey. dj at upton park how, does, okay. how did it work so 23 years ago um i was at university i was at loughborough and i messaged jeremy nicholas at the time because i was thinking good old gem good old gem um so i messaged him to because i was looking at maybe getting sports journalism i didn't know what he wanted to do and he was at talk sport at the time and he said and he was covering east midlands which was obviously loughborough bbc is the yan findy man um and so he said i'll come give us a hand at talk sport uh, be my runner and i thought actually that'd be good experience and stuff he was then sacked um as they did every sort of six months they'd sack everyone and bring a whole whole new presenter team but it was just as the rio stand was was being unveiled and he went well i used to be pitch side now i'm up like at the top by the scoreboard why don't you come and help me at west ham and i yeah, yeah sure and then literally that was it and uh 23 years later get my nose clean and came over with a move. So, uh, do you still keep yeah. in contact with Jim? Not really, occasionally. Occasionally, he, as I said, he I... was one of the first guests on like uh, episode number two on this podcast thirteen years ago. You know, brilliant. No, I like. If uh, you go we... back, it's still actually on on the back catalogue. If you go back to season one, episode two or three, I can't remember. Jim was one of our first guess when we used to be asked to actually talk to famous people or players or other people not to say you're not famous for us i know what you mean no we no we still yeah, we still message each other occasionally yeah um do you know the real story of of why he lost his job yes but yeah not, don't want to talk about it you don't want to talk about it on air no why not no i'm sure i've told the story before you probably have yeah I mean, obviously, I heard Brady's version of it, and I've heard her his version. Maybe we'll save that for another day. Maybe we're you and I and Jem will have get him on. Maybe I'll get him on. I've still got his number. Maybe I'll get Jem on and say, "Look, this is what Brady told me, uh, and this is this is what," you, and see what his response is. Because you're right. Maybe I should give him the right to reply. Yeah, I think Good. So. It, was, it was so long. It was like I was thinking about it the other day. It was must have been. 12 years ago maybe 13 years ago well yeah martin took over well it must be because that's when i interviewed i mean i interviewed him 13 years ago when we started the podcast and he was still the uh presenter at the time and uh he marched into brady's office and the rest is history (laughs) they say so much water under the bridge yeah so, uh, good luck for Saturday. What what time will you be getting to the ground? So, I am there. Um, we are there. Well, our call time is four hours before kickoff. So, was it 12.30? So, technically, I should be there at 8.30. But Oof. as part of the West Ham Network, we always do a um, match day morning outside the stadium. It's like right, a live. Okay. So, that'll be about 8 o'clock. So, I'll, yeah, I'll be up What do you early. mean, you, we? I mean, Anton doesn't leave Scotland, does he? He doesn't leave Scotland. He's, he's got three <laughs> children. He's got very young. Um, he's he's gutted. He, I mean, he's, he's got a season ticket. I mean, bless him. He's got he a season, season ticket, ticket, is he? Yeah. He just doesn't and he, use And he's it. hardly gone this year because of the kids. And yeah. uh, it's and then Freddie, he's, he's young. He's old, eldest. He's a yeah. massive hammer. So, they try and get to as many away games as possible. But... Uh, yeah, he's just been absolutely, and obviously Holly, Holly's gonna drop any day now, right? Um, 
so there's going to be hopefully another you know you, another you, you, you talk like i know these people i don't watch oh, youtube you know holly do i know holly holsey you know holly i don't know holly yeah you do she's do a, i know holly well, yep do i know holly though you probably do. She's been around for a long time. Oh, yes. right. anyway. Is she on your channel then? She's on our channel. Yeah, Holly. So yeah. there's the three of us. Yeah. It's all good fun. Uh, uh, who, uh, no, I won't say that because that would be inappropriate. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, are you the father? Um, no. That would be completely inappropriate. Dan is. Good luck to him. Oh, good. Well done, Dan. I see. I don't know who Holly is. <laughs> Dan is, yeah. <laughs> I don't. It's not Dan Numbers, is it? No. 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 Anyway, look, uh, Russ. Thanks for standing in. Pleasure. For, uh, and in uh, for an ill uh, Len. I know I give you grief about being a fat oh, it's all, it's all but, jokes, but do you know what? It? It's jealousy. I'd love to have that job, pressing the button uh, to play the music. Play you know, the it's it, great. Play the tune, sing the tune. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Dennis Waterman. For those who don't know, um, I want to wish our listeners a merry Christmas, a happy New Year. Thank you to our eight listeners for listening to us all year round. You know, you are why we do the show. Russ, you're one of our listeners. You are the Thank reason you. we do the show. We don't do it for money. We don't do it for fame. We don't do it for flags. We do it because flag. people listen and no other reason. And we get, we, we've, it's fun, right? We do it because it's, it's fun. When it stops being fun, as they say in gambling, when the fun stops, stop. Very true. Very true. Anyway, um, want to see a picture of you in your free uh, XL Christmas? I'll be jumper. there. Don't worry. Always, always on take Saturday, a picture. I'll always. take one too, and we'll see if they match. Yeah. Oh, sweet. Anyway, it's goodbye from me, and it's goodbye from <coughs> Russ. Good, goodbye from me. Goodbye. Merry Christmas. Happy New Year. Goodbye. Bobby Moore, more than just a podcast. Bobby Moore, more than just a podcast. I think I've probably got the biggest win rate out of a certain amount of managers as well. So I think if you were you're putting it that way, that's what I do. I win and I'm, I'm coming. There you go. That's what I do. I win. That's what I do. I win.